Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Ryan again. I'm back, and you can't keep me down. <laughs> no keeping him down. I also have today with me, Nick, Captain Tangent himself. You you tried to keep me down. You couldn't keep me away. Captain <laughs> Tangent for Captain Marvel. I like it. I appreciate it. Oh, he's back. <laughs> he's back again. He's I missed the... Twilight. I mean, of all the movies to miss, my favorite movie of all time. Yes, yeah, I know. You were sending us text messages, and you Vamp- Vampires playing how baseball. Much you, wanted. you can't go wrong with vampires <laughs> playing baseball. Well, excellent choice. Well, I'm glad that you saw the light signal that we put out for you for this movie. <laughs> yes, I saw it. Yeah, my pager went off, and uh, you know I was excited, and I, I answered it. I answered the call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, guys, today we're going to be doing Captain Marvel. Big hit recently just came out. But before we go into that, we're going to go into a little bit of movie news. So first bit of movie news I want to talk about is Spielberg. I guess he's kind of going head on head with Netflix. He doesn't Spielberg want Spielberg versus. Netflix. Yep. Do oh, we yeah. care? Is it important? Honestly, yeah. I think Spielberg, he's punching down, and you never punch down. It seems right? like a no-win. I don't even yeah. know why he would bring it up, right? Yeah. So, yeah. What's the problem? So for anyone who doesn't know, Spielberg, he doesn't want any of the streaming, basically, movies to be nominated for Oscars or He wants awards. his art to be seen on the big screen. Yep. Who could blame him? Yeah. I could. <laughs> I, I can I mean, blame him. It's just we're moving yeah. to the future. That's what streaming is. It's gonna. It's the now. It's gonna be the future. And you can't you know, stop it. He can't, he can't stop, stop it. Dog, yeah. That's like Andre the Giant complaining that another person is too tall. It sounds, <laughs> yeah, I agree. It sounds like grumpy old man. But to tell you the truth, I kind of see where he's coming from. As the oldest in the room, I'll say I kind of see where he's coming from. Jaws on the big screen is different than Jaws on my. 52 inch tv or whatever it is okay but still if you're going to get the same level of enjoyment if it's going to make you feel the same feelings why not have them like showcase what they work so hard to I, put I agree. Out how about accessibility it's, mm-hmm. a, it's the answer to roma right we talked about yeah, roma a couple weeks yeah. ago nobody sees roma but it's on netflix so all of a sudden you're tired right. one night you put it on and you saw it nobody goes to the movies to pay 15 bucks to see roma mm-hmm. so you know you're getting the art out there what's the problem yeah yeah so yeah. I, and i'll say uh, i saw first man not too long ago and that's a movie that the sound is so important so people who don't have great sound systems some of these movies they really you're missing you're missing the experience if you watch them mm-hmm. at home so, you know, mm, but still, I, I can understand that. But for all the hard work that the director, the actors, all these people put into it, it, you can't say that it's not the same, you know, just because it doesn't make it on the screen doesn't mean that they should be like they should be not on level playing ground. You know, it's a lose lose. I mean, do we care if people listen to our podcast in the car or on their headphones or while they're running or in the background while they're washing dishes? We don't really care. You want your art to be seen. So what's the problem? Yeah, I mean, pretty much right there. As long as it's seen, good movies are still going to be shown. Right. And regardless if they're shown on Netflix or even just in the big screen, you know, I can see there's only really a handful of movies that have come out where I'm like, this would have been better in, you know, in the big screen, or hey, this actually would have been better in 3D, you know. Ironically, like Ready, that, Play- so. Ready Player One CGI was so crappy, you probably wanted to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Although that movie was all right. I, I, the last thing I'll say about this is Steven Spielberg, I really respected you. I think that oh, right now, I, I, no, I, don't, I don't hate him now, but I do think that. He's complaining about nothing. This pick, is the pick, guy pick trying to get mic, five Ryan, avatars Ryan, out. Come on, <laughs> settle down. Pick up the mic, hook it back up. Come on, settle down. This is an old man complaining. He's, he's trying to get five avatars made, so uh, oh, <laughs> that apparently he's been working on. Oh, God. I, you know, just keep on exploring the sea, I Spiel, guess. Spielberg's I mean. best movie? Can we go around the table? Is that mm. too short notice? 
God, I mean, no, no, we can do yeah, that. We can do that. Throw it in. So I mean, I don't know. I guess I would say Jaws. So I say Jaws. Oh, really? Not close. Not even that close. Schindler's List is an amazing piece of art, uh-huh. but I'll go Jaws. Uh, Saving Private Ryan shouts. But. I, I thought I was Jurassic Park. Didn't he do Jurassic Park? He, yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah. And the Lost World. So yeah, I yeah. think Jurassic Park. And neither one is that great, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, yeah, Jurassic maybe, Park. Maybe Jurassic it's Park just nostalgia <laughs> speaking. The Lost World has a lot of problems. That's oh, a three-hour pod. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, the Lost World. That's got problems. I mean, it's better than Jurassic World. It's way both, miles. both those Jurassic World movies are terrible. <laughs> well, let's just say now I'm getting you off heard tangents. It here first. <laughs> the third one, we'll just all agree that the third one. Uh, oh is yeah, that's gonna terrible. take the, that that's gonna take the king. As a matter of yeah, fact, well. you know what? I don't know. Maybe I like the third one because I like Sam Neill more than those Jurassic World movies. Those okay. Jurassic World movies are pretty <laughs> shitty. Now. Now, who's the one that needs to pick up the microphone? Oh, no. <laughs> it's staying down there. I'm not picking it up. Before this Captain Marvel episode turns into a Jurassic World episode. <laughs> so You guys are happy to have me back, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, moving on, we got Idris Elba, who's in talks to play Deadshot in the Suicide sequel. Will Smith is out. He's rapper, done. He's not coming back. Rapper Idris Elba. Yes, yes, as we just saw. I love it. <laughs> yeah, for the listeners out there, if you haven't checked it out, it's called Boasty or something like that. Yeah, Boasty. Uh, I'm not sure what it's, it's called. With, uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Whatever it's called, Sean it's amazing. Paul and Willie. I don't know who these it's people are. It's his audition are. tape for James Bond. But <laughs> definitely Give him check the part. it out. <laughs> that man can do whatever he wants. That's what I think right yeah. there. Do we, yeah. do we, uh, is it distracting when a major character like that switches? Like when George Clooney becomes Batman or something like that? Does it bother Was Deadshot really that much of a major character, mm, though, with Will not Smith? Not in that movie. I mean, <laughs> I mean was was Will, right. Will Smith's right. career has been taking uh, a different genie. turning point. Yeah, The genie's going to solve it all. He's a genie. He's rewinding time guy from youtube uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. that's hot yeah, it's rewind time a couple of his bombs i liked i liked his holiday movie with the ghost of christmas past and then he had pursuit of happiness it. that was pretty good man pursuit of how many years ago was pursuit that of happiness yeah that was, yeah, that yeah. was, that was a while ago, as you'll find so. in captain marvel time is somewhat irrelevant <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six years six years that's not that long when you get old i mean six years is nothing yeah. oh yeah but you know with the suicide squad the sequel i mean james gunn's gonna be a part of it they're introducing new characters how do we feel about dc stealing marvel's james gunn that's fine wait, let wait. them capitalize on yeah, it yeah disney dropped him so yeah. It's, yeah he's just looking for work what, now what was the controversy i forgot what the controversy uh it was, was. a tweet yeah. <laughs> we'll just multiple leave it at that tweets. <laughs> <All right. laughs> multiple tweets that from a while ago that someone dug up i guess during an yeah, argument from a he had online ago, right? yeah he's a comedian yeah. or something yeah, yeah. He, was he was just he was a comedian he was just making jokes uh-huh. just hitting that shock factor right and they just are now in the ether that anyone can access yeah. and the, he the thought they were buried machine. and yeah. you know what was funny probably back then is not as funny as it is now and you just know, just remember everything out. you put up on the iCloud everybody sees it Speaking so yeah. of which, choose carefully if I can add a tangent or add something yeah, to the absolutely. movie news I saw an article that surprise surprise Millennials and this generation is offended by Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh, I love on. Ace Ventura. I'm a millennial and I love the, Ace Ventura. The uh, Einhorn part? Is that the part that gets them all up in a box? <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things. When you look back at or these Or is it movies, Dan Marino? He taught, me how to say he taught me how to spell beautiful. <laughs> Listen, in Ace Ventura 2, when he like the rhino gives birth to Ace oh, yeah, Ventura, no, no. it's one of my favorite all-time movie parts. You know what? I was just thinking about that movie a couple of days ago and that one scene where it's them inside of a like he's doing a slideshow or whatever and then he's making <laughs> shadow puppets where he 
shadow puppets were just eating the genitals of the guys on the screen. I'm like, dang, <laughs> when I was younger, I was laughing my butt off on that. Now I'm like, wow. So <laughs> listen, the outrage machine needs to, you know, slow down. A so yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Like, uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, all that. It's in the capsule of time. You know, I of enjoyed course. it when I was younger. And nowadays, of course, these, these people are going to be offended by it. But you can't get offended by it now. You I have mean, to what's... watch it in the period that you have to be aware of the period that the movie's coming out in. Now, what's the main thing that millennials are upset about with Pet Detective? Is it just everything, or well, is I it think millennials like... have too much time. They I need to get a job. I think it's the main thing was that <laughs> the or start a podcast. <laughs> I'm, never, I'm never gonna come back. The main antagonist, the the woman. Okay, Einhorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She Young, was a man. The beautiful Sean yeah, Young, exactly. who was almost Catwoman. There's a tangent. And for then you. literally at the end, all these guys were throwing up when they found <laughs> yes. out. Is he burned his clothes. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, he was that, crying yeah. in the shower. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, I remember that with the crying game, with the crying game playing in the background. It's an amazing yeah. part. I mean, come on. He got the toothpaste and he come threw on, it all in his mouth. So there was a part. In I'm the, laughing uh, about it. Tyler's <laughs> laughing about it. Hey, at the time watching it, it was hilarious. I mean, it's still. I feel like I, I don't know. It's making me laugh right now. So those those politically incorrect things that come from the. The premise of comedy, you got to give more leeway to. Can we just? I think we could all agree with Very that. Very true. No, I, I can understand that people are going to to try to push the envelope and stuff, and that's what comedy is. Like, yes. Look, like Carl Sagan. Uh, sure. Um, Genius. All the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, these uh, who's man? I'm now slipping on all the comedians that I used to watch, but they would say these things with shock factor, and it's sure. it, and it's these things that people wouldn't say, you know, mm. and it, they're trying to get these ideas and these opinions out there and have people laugh about them. There, There's a part in Paul Newman's great, great movie uh, set in Boston called The Verdict. It's one of my favorite movies where he hits a woman in a bar just outright because she like basically double crosses him. And like I hadn't seen it in maybe seven, eight years. And then I watched it. And I was like, ooh, that didn't age well. <laughs> Probably edit that out. So there are worse offenders than Ace Venture. <laughs> very true. Very true. So moving on. Uh, we are going to be doing today is Captain Marvel, which recently just came out. Uh, for the show, it's going to be a little bit different. We're, of course, not going to be able to do a scene-by-scene commentary with it because it just came out. We can't really get it on Blu-ray or anything we're like trying that. trying something different. Yeah, so we're going to be doing a mashup. The mashup is going to consist of non-spoilers and into spoilers. But if you don't want to know anything about it at all, hey, listen to us a little bit later because sometimes things slip during non-spoilers. Yeah, but you've downloaded it already. What you need to do, take off your headphones, delete this episode— once you watch the movie, go back on your podcasting app, re-download the episode, and Again. listen to it with fresh ears. You're and then all, do it a thousand times. And so. <laughs> it's a Marvel movie. You've all seen it. Let's yeah. just move on. Like, <laughs> constantly, while I was watching this movie, I was thinking, man, didn't they already make Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> it's a lot of competing tones in this movie yeah, that don't so, totally yeah. fit together. And keep in mind, guys, this is a... Is this a politically correct movie, or is this? Would you say uh, this is no, political correctness awareness? Sure <laughs> I don't know. The, the scrolls and the crees. I mean, if you really want to see more about what that's all about, go watch HBO's The Oslo Accords or The Oslo Diaries, which is about Israel Palestine. <laughs> there's some stuff here that's on the nose with all that political undertones. Okay, and, all right. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of all that in this that I thought <laughs> eh, not as uh, profound as it wants to be. So, Ryan, what was your reaction to the movie? 
I'm going to say, yay, feminism. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, where is Carla? Well, can we get a female voice on a podcast? Uh, you know, easy with uh, no female representation here. So. Hey, it's okay. Right now, we're, what, we're discussing and, and debating on this movie. It's all right. <laughs> let me, let me, I'm going to throw this out there because I know this, we're gonna, we don't have a, a, a strict order today. Would you have cared if it was Jennifer Lawrence instead of Brie Larson? Anybody? I mean... I'm not a big fan of Jennifer Lawrence as much. She's already mystique. So, is kind of problem yeah. yeah. How, I mean, okay, how about Emily Blunt from? Give me uh, Brittany Murphy, even though she's not around anymore. About, give okay, me Brittany Murphy. Here's, here's, a, here's a crazy one because we're out. Of, we're out of order here. Charlize Theron as Captain Marvel. Angelina Jolie directed by. Anybody have a problem with that one? Mm. Give me I'd like Emily to see Blunt. That movie. <laughs> yeah, give me Emily Blunt. Okay. <laughs> Charlize Theron. So. What, what else was she in? Oh, she was in Mad um, Max Fury Road. Yeah, Mad Max oh, Fury Road. Oh, okay. All right. Arrested right, Development. So, so yeah, the yeah. Italian Job remake, that was yeah. pretty solid. Yeah, for the audience, so they remember, literally, my wheelhouse is before 2000. <laughs> so you mentioned these names. You need to get my monster. brain jogging. Listen, uh, uh, no, monster, right. there we go. That's before <laughs> well, 2000. Let's not talk about yeah. that. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, on that note, it was weird to see a period piece movie uh, that was set in 1995, which is like... When I was in my prime. <laughs> Wait, this was in 1995? 1995. I, I couldn't tell with all the different things. <laughs> don't Man, I, I don't know what it is about current day video. movies, but is it all about pandering now? Is it just all yes, about like that is exactly nostalgia what it's Do you ever go on Twitter? That is the bane of our existence. Nostalgia cells. So for those of you who don't know Captain Marvel, as they like to say, I guess you did as well. <laughs> um, it's just, This one is the story of Carol Danvers and she takes on the role of Captain Marvel and it's a storyline that takes place. I put down the 1990s because I think it's 95, a little... 95 specific. Yeah. Look at the soundtrack. Yep. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, here. So, I mean, as far as just an overall type of review i guess i could if i could sum this into one sentence that's not kind of spoiler related is overall you know i would say it's a fun movie um i would compare it more to the first captain america movie or even thor definitely more along the lines as far as thor keep in mind though there are some issues with it too as well so i will say though that if you're comparing it to those two other movies, this one was much better, I, well, in my personal opinion. I think it's fair to compare it to the origin movies of Marvel. Yes, this yes. is not phase go crazy one and, stuff. Yeah, yeah. phase yeah, yeah. one, yeah. this is yeah. another and, origin. Yeah, that's and, exactly what this movie and, is. It's phase one, origin level. And I feel like it's just on that same level as Captain more relatable to Thor. Where I, I liked like. it. I remember not liking Thor. I didn't yeah. really like the first Avenger, the first Captain America movie. Well, what's your favorite Phase One movie? I guess you could say favorite origin Probably in Iron the Marvel one. Yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. I agree with that. I like Iron, Iron Man. Man. I guess I go close Avengers second. Avengers isn't Phase Ant Man. Right? So no, is no. Avengers Phase One? No. Avengers is like end, end of Phase, phase one, one to Phase yeah. Two. Yeah, that was all yeah. Right. I enjoyed but, it. To see it in so, person for the first time like that was kind of cool. Actually, no. If we're gonna put it. Like, if we're ranking them, I'd say Iron Man, then Ant-Man, definitely. Yeah, well, you know I love to rank movies. And then the <laughs> third one, I would probably put this before Thor and Captain America. Yeah, with me, uh, yes. I would say I would tie it to all three of them on the same level, mainly mm. just because, you know what, I enjoyed it, you know, it was entertaining. Would I watch it again? Eh, maybe not for a year or Is... so, and that's the same with the first Thor 
the second Thor, that's on a whole different. That's like on the bottom of the list. <laughs> and, and for the better than Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. So oh yeah, newer, oh about, yeah. Doctor Strange about, is uh, at the bottom. How about Ant Man? <laughs> how about better than Ant Man? I enjoyed Ant Man. Yeah, I did and, love so it. I, would, I had some. I uh-huh. thought the tone was great, but the uh, movie as a whole was goofy. No, nah, I think yeah, I, I enjoyed yeah, it. Though. I enjoyed I, it yeah. as well. <laughs> how about Guardians? Guardians? Oh, uh, you know, what, Guardians one, right? is up there with Iron. I think that's number two to Guardians for the non. Or like Thor, c- cancel out Thor, cancel uh-huh. out Captain America one, cancel out Iron Man. You put it ahead of Doctor Strange. You put it ahead of, uh, you put it ahead of what's the other Captain Ant America? Man? No, I wouldn't put it. At, wait, which one? No, you wouldn't. Which one? Ant Marvel, the first Ant Man. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put Captain Marvel above Ant Man. Oh yeah, no, I no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. just because I think right. because Ant Man just really surprised me. I watched it online for free and um, I saw it with I a free test. Really oh really? Yeah, okay. it was like two, uh, a week before it came out. No, it it legitimately, uh-huh. my top three was Iron Man, uh, Ant Man, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. and then I would yeah. say that Captain Marvel came fourth. It's funny oh, you can see in this movie how each iteration um, impacts the next generation. Yeah. Captain Marvel is taking from all of those movies. Yes. Yeah, and I don't know that they squeeze it together. Let's get a little right. bit more into that into okay. the spoiler section right there. Uh, can I and, say for the record, Captain uh-huh. Marvel cost one fifty two. The genius of Marvel, where DC kind of goes wrong, is that they hold the budgets of their origin stories down a little bit, uh-huh. so there's less pressure for it to make money. Yeah, I so, mean that really makes sense too. And for the audience out there, I know I'm a big comic book fan. Tyler's a big comic mm-hmm. book fan. Me personally, I didn't know the origin of Captain Marvel. I didn't read a lot of Captain I had like Marvel. A vague memory of yeah, it. Yeah, so but... so this was brand new to me, and I enjoyed that fact. It was closer than I thought. I mean, she doesn't have too many solo stories, as far as what I know. I mean, she's I know she's in the new ones. Civil War. Do you remember some of the creepy ones? No, I mean, there's some creepy ones out there. I knew Captain Marvel <laughs> from the '90s X-Men cartoon because Rogue held on to her that's for right. too long. That's that was Captain Marvel. That yeah, was that's Captain one of the best Marvel. Ones. Are you serious? Yes, that's you didn't how she figures no, out she gets her memory yeah. back because of Rogue, right? Yeah. If, I'm so, not, if I'm not mistaken. So um, that's amazing. So how oh. is yeah. in, in the '90s cartoon? That's how Rogue gets her powers. And typically, when it comes to the Captain Marvel, her power settings a little bit different in this we'll get a little bit more into spoilers but basically you know it's flight it's durability it's strength you know all that stuff and so when it came to rogue rogue was still with the brotherhood of evil mutants at that time and i can't remember the exact details she held on to her but she held on to her for way too long and that's what put captain marvel in In a a coma coma. and that's how rogue got her powers and everything and then eventually she joined the x-men i do know that story i did not know that that was captain marvel i thought that was just a throwaway super strong flying superhero but hey that's crazy that's amazing but i did not know the origins about what is that what is the name of the home planet hala Oh uh, yeah, and, and I mean with the Kree stuff <laughs> the Kree and everything. Stuff, like, all that I stuff's mean, too much. Yeah, but I will say it's weird that in this movie they do the uh, star date location of where these planets are, mm-hmm. but in Infinity War they just say Titan. What do you? What do you guys? It's like somewhere you have in no space. idea where these planets are in relation to each other. What it's do you guys weird. think about the the CG in this movie? Mostly okay. Okay, so the Mostly de aging right. really good. Strong. Oh yeah, yeah. maybe the best it's ever been. So good. Think the best I've ever seen. Yeah. looks great. Even Colson Seamless. though. Colson too. Yeah. He yeah. looks oh, his hairline. Really good. Look at the hairline. So, oh yeah. Some problems. And Samuel Jackson. We said it in the Unbreakable. Oh no, it was in the Glass review. He's seventy years old. Sixty nine. Seventy no, he's years. He's not that old. Yeah, he is. is he that old? Check it up, man. <laughs> I'm, not be... I'm old. I don't want to know how old Samuel Jackson. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's sixty nine, seventy years old, and he looks great in this movie. Oh no, yeah. And one thing that I do know, they I needed meant... him in this. His presence yeah. was needed, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I may have mentioned this in the glass episode, but from what I hear, 
Samuel L. Jackson, he is a pleasure to work with. He knows the oh, stuff. Oh, Brie Larson loves him. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. loves him. He's, There's he's, a great interview on Jimmy Jimmy no uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, where mm-hmm. she he's talks very about professional. He knows what he needs to do, uh, and then he does the scenes. Then he goes back to his trailer to watch anime or whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he loves <laughs> anime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he vacations like once a year with Magic Johnson in Italy for like weeks at a time. Oh. Everybody loves Samuel. <laughs> yeah, I love Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> so so when it comes to this movie, the really big topic, of course, is the political correctness surrounded with it. Is I that mean, the biggest topic? Is I that will, the biggest topic? So, so <laughs> can you can you explain it? So sure, Tyler. When it comes, when no it pressure. comes, <laughs> right? Exactly. It's not like this is a no-win situation. So yeah, <laughs> there we hey, go. Guys, yes, you were the one that brought this topic yes. up. <laughs> well, I mean, it's such a major thing, and I haven't done exactly too much research into it because usually they'll release something on the internet that you know isn't released in its entirety. You know, it'll be sure. released in sections as far as videos, things like that. They screen rough cuts. Now, they do all sorts. Yeah, of they do all sorts of things to kind of cut down to make people say, you know, what it is they want to do to rile up the audience, rile up the media, and everything. And there is a lot of that surrounding this movie, so it's not like we can't really address it. So what I want to say with it is, I don't like the political correctness or the you know that surrounds it, or do I even care? What I do care about is how it kind of backs people into a corner, where if you do or don't like this movie, you're immediately on one side of the fence compared to the other. Sometimes now, before you. Even- see it which is ridiculous yeah let's not forget this is captain uh captain marvel is the first of the marvel females to lead their own uh movie but we had wonder woman already we've seen black widow in several movies now real quick so it's not like can you explain to me like i i'm i haven't been following the trades so i don't know what's going (laughs) what 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 are people complaining about um i guess the main thing now don't quote me on this. Do your own research, please. Take everything right. I say with a grain of salt. But the whole thing is... Disclaimer. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, you should be doing that anyways. Don't take my word for it. Oh, I, yeah, I'm man. just a guy behind a microphone. You don't so. want to be like Kristen Stewart, in, uh, Kristen Stewart in Twilight and just oh, go to God. one website and then you find all your information off of that Vampire. one. <laughs> Vampire. I thought I was going to go to the Talking Flick website and just see like different emo pictures of Kristen Stewart's <laughs> non- non-reactions to awful things going on around Over her, a right? thousand. Just completely dedicated. It's emotionless at every level. So as far as the political correctness around it, Brie Larson, at least it's kind of shown that she's labeled as a man hater, which I don't think is fully shown in its entirety. It's probably edited around a bit. Uh, Depending on where you look, I guess you could say. Like I say, take it with a grain of salt. Look up your own research. I don't think she's probably a man hater at all. I'm sure things she said got taken out of context. Either way, there's been a lot of hype surrounding around this movie on kind of both sides of the fence right there, especially with the whole, you know, Rotten Tomatoes kind of changing their whole score. You know, when it comes to that and just it, movie in general, I mean... It is movies, interesting. Mm-hmm. I was going to just say, it is interesting. 80% by the critics, but 57% by the audience. That yeah. is supposedly driven by the trolls. Yeah, so, man. That's the Rotten I mean, Tomatoes. But it's all nonsense, right? Uh, yeah. White what men, matters is if you reverse like it. racism. Like, come on, people. For, let's yeah. take a break. For everyone out there, two, uh, like if you're a content creator, two pieces of advice. Don't read the comments. Don't feed the trolls. Yeah. That's all it is. So, Why would you? When it comes to even that, that political correctness in general, it's fine to like this movie and it's fine to dislike this movie. And I would say as far as this movie goes, men and women, whether you're a comic book fan or not a comic book fan, I think you'll enjoy this movie and there are entertaining moments to it. But that does not mean that there's not 
problems there, with it. There are more important things to no talk about. No situation. Yeah, more then, important well, things to talk about. Keyword, Tyler, there is movie. This is a movie. This is a movie podcast. Let's talk about the movie. Exactly. <laughs> All so, right, let's do it. Let's do it. So leading to that, let's just go over the good as far as non-spoilers. Remember, sometimes things split. I want to say the chemistry between Brie Larson and Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury. And, and them, others. Great. Real good. Others too. Real yeah. good. Oh, again, yeah. casting. Uh, you know, I'm always here talking about casting. It's amazing. Let me just say, this is a dual director uh, movie. Mm. Anna Bowden, Ryan Fleck. They, uh, Anna Bowden wrote Half Nelson. I love that movie with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. They also did Mississippi Grind, a pretty good uh, mm -hmm. Ben Mendelsohn, Ryan Reynolds movie a couple years ago. Yeah. Indie movie. These are indie guys. We want to give Marvel some credit for... They do giving, that a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Taiki Wadi from yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody from Doctor Strange. I forget that you guys are the horror movie experts here. Yeah. <laughs> I forget who that guy is. It was all right. Doctor Strange sucked, but whatever. In any case, give Marvel some credit for getting uh, directors with different visions to take charge of their big piece IP characters and letting them yeah, make well, an image. You know, this movie is actually like a hot this fudge, is, Yeah, but, this is, but they're they're really putting their, their chips all on the table for this movie. Yeah. Because I this, don't know about that. Well, this is supposed to be leading into Endgame. Sure. And, yeah. But Endgame and, is different. But, whereas this one will make like maybe just under a billion dollars. Endgame Nick, Nick we'll, we'll talk about that and I think yeah. spoilers. You want to say I, that? Or? I just wanted to say one thing. Uh -huh. If this movie did terribly, if it was terrible and this made, and the, made the protagonist a terrible, unlikable character, I think that Marvel may change their mind of how they're going to go about Endgame. I'm just saying. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not, you know, DC. A month out. DC. <laughs> yeah, right? and, and again, it wouldn't be uh, crazy because so many of these franchises end up with that problem. Multiple directors, they shut down production, do rescreen, uh, reshoots, whatever. I think that DC has... Uh, this problem more than Marvel. Marvel has so much built. This is a 20th movie, by the way. The first mm -hmm. one to have a female lead, it's the 20th. So they're deep into this thing. Phase three, whatever we're entering. Right. Uh, so, you know, they don't have the same pressure. I mean, imagine, these... imagine Wonder Woman now. Wonder Woman, a movie I loved. I had it fourth back in 2017, right? Uh, it's a great, great movie. This is after Dawn of Justice got middling reviews and middling box office. Then the pressure on Gail Gadot to put this movie mm -hmm. out there in DC and, that, and Patty Jenkins. And this movie is amazing. Uh, so this is not that kind of pressure yeah. that we're talking about here. So real quick, when it comes to these movies, I mean, because Marvel had all these movies planned out, at least compared to DC. So they say. They, they, well, they released <laughs> That's it. Debatable. They released it in 2000, uh, I think yeah, 2012. Yeah, yeah. They released a lineup of what they're going to be doing. Now, I don't remember if I can, Captain I can, Marvel was in that lineup. Does let anyone me tell know? You, I'm going to tell you right now, Captain Marvel was supposed to show up in Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay. Really? Her. That is correct. I, I don't know if it was going to be uh, well, Age of I would have preferred or that. Jennifer Lawrence. So. Yeah, no, it's out there. Age of Ultron was actually a pretty terrible movie. It was pretty yeah. terrible. I agree. It was terrible. <laughs> There's some cuts from that movie where Scarlet Witch comes out and is now on the Avengers uh -huh. that were made for uh Captain Marvel for the right. third act, so, but they scratched it. Kevin Feige, I think, came in and put the for the good for the good of this movie. One thing that I want to say is I really do like how they treated Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. I like comparing her to to Scarlet Witch and comparing her to uh, what is that Black that, Widow? Black, Black Widow, Widow, yeah, yeah. Um, she can take a punch, like yeah, one, oh, more that, so. And that's one. She of, can go toe to toe with anybody. No, but but that's one thing that I really liked. If you look at the fighting scenes with Scarlet Witch and with Black Widow, like it's always one of those things that. They're Black Widow has some good. Fight no, scenes. no, she has some good <laughs> fight scenes, but it's always a sense of her like 
obviously dominating the fight. If it's a hand-to-hand the, combat, she's going to be mm-hmm. on top. There, and some it, of the some of the best parts of Winter Soldier are the chemistry between Chris Evans and Black Widow. She shines mm-hmm. in that movie. That's the movie where they should have gave her her own after that. But yeah, I, I'm just saying that if you wanted to show a strong female lead, I'm not saying that Black Widow is not a strong female lead, but this, is. but Captain Marvel, even though with all her superpowers and all that, she seems more grounded. You know, the way that she mm-hmm. fights, she does get hurt, she does get hit and stuff like that, but she's showing her strength, her tenacity, her ability to pick herself up, right. and that makes me feel that she's a stronger female role than Scarlet Witch or than uh, Black Widow. So, even more important than that, she can go toe-to-toe with the wit. She has like a chemistry. She can crack jokes. Her mm-hmm. personality and in this film is pretty basically good. Chris Pratt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, when it comes to her, as far as those action scenes in general, I really like them. It's just some of them seem a little hazy. Not so much as her, you know, going to space and destroying everything, which I really liked. But that was kind of already spoiled a little bit in the trailer, and at least somewhat. And it's then, amazing how often Marvel's willing to go out into space. That's pretty yeah. crazy. No, yeah. but but with the hand-to-hand combat when she's fighting against the yeah. scroll, when the she opening was... scenes with Jude Law, some of that yeah. is exactly uh-huh. she you gets know, punched in that, the face. But... Like like I yeah. like uh, it's not I like seeing women being punched in the face, right? But I like that level of equality across the board. Mm-hmm. They're not sure. pulling punches. They're going all out and she's holding her own she's really showing her strength as a woman as a superhero Mm -hmm. and i find that very empowering i I remember i remember mad max fury road where Charlize theron is basically the maid character of that movie yeah and by the end i'm like i don't even care about mad max i care about (laughs) furiosa or whatever yeah but i want to see the sequel but comparing that to scarlet witch you're going to see her fight and then she takes out like a whole mob or uh, like a, a gang and then you're like oh that was really cool yeah but it doesn't make you relate to her this is part of the reason why marvel this is movie 20 now remember in this marvel cinematic universe why you needed to have this female character in the lead why this was so important scarlet witch is an ancillary character she's off to the side for the most part black widow they give her a lot of great moments but still Mm -hmm. hasn't had her own movie so this is different we're watching it from the perspective of that protagonist which is captain marvel brie larson herself i don't know if they wanted to they could have given them their own standalone and their they own standalone black widow stories already. yeah it's a missed opportunity. There, there are stories out there there's different versions sure. where black widow becomes thor you know oh yeah. i would have hey. loved to see that yeah would i would have loved i would have loved and they toyed around with that a little bit in age of ultron when they're picking up everybody and everybody's trying to pick up the hammer yeah, yeah. I love that steve scene. rogers wiggles scenes. it a little bit oh it's great but black widow she's <laughs> no nah, like, i won't pick it up she says that's not a question i need answered yeah which is great writing so i mean but in versions she does pick it up and she sure. does become a Thor yeah. so and that was the best scene of Age of Ultron though it when, probably was the best when yeah. Captain Steve Rogers it wiggles, wiggles yeah. it and then and the Thor's look like, on oh, Thor's shit. face he's like oh Jesus Christ <laughs> I do like that there are so a few I mean, moments in, in Age of Ultron that now, are redeemable with the action in this movie there's one particular scene I think we'll get into the spo- in the spoiler section a little bit where it just seemed a little too fast paced it takes place later on in the movie where you just couldn't exactly tell who was getting beat up what was there's happening there's a couple even you the know, lighting the just, darkness of the lighting yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And again, Andy, uh, Anna Bowden, Ryan Fleck, these are indie movie folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other movie they made? Um, I can't remember. I just know the one with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, so, the I mean, but... Ryan one. It was, uh, it's kind of a funny story, which is a really cute Emma Roberts oh, movie. Oh, I see that. Yeah, Zach that movie. Zach Galifianakis. It's a cute movie, right? Yeah, yeah. But you don't necessarily think these are the folks I want to do action movies. Right. So I think they do it's not their strong a little point. bit. Yeah, it's not their strong yeah, point. Yeah, and exactly. I can definitely see that. And coming from Indy, I mean, you don't have, really have a budget for that. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. They've never done it before. <laughs> yeah, right? so, oh man. But pretty much with this movie, I mean, solid comedy for sure. And I definitely would say Some the chemistry. Some comedy. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. 
So, so no, Ben Mendelsohn as the scroll guy cracking jokes. I, is a like, little bit I actually weird. like Ben. Mendelsohn some of it was all right, so. but some of it was weird. First of all, let me just say. The Marvel movies, I don't know why they have devolved into this. It just seems like the audience really enjoyed, oh, they love to crack the jokes. Before, like, with Iron Man and stuff like that, I can understand his character. And even with the previous movies, they had jokes here and there. Mm -hmm. But now it just seems like that they're they're fishing for it. Every right. Like, every 10 minutes, they couldn't go without making some it's sort of... It's their brand. We just had to accept it. But no, I, I hate that it's become their brand now. They're just leaning into there, it there was a shift around guardians of the galaxy where i think it's gone a little bit too far and that's and, and that's exactly know, what i agree with in like, theory dc would have covered the ground the vacuum that was left by having serious serious mm -hmm. dc movies but that didn't quite work out either so and don't I get, don't totally don't get me wrong right. there were some jokes that i really enjoyed and i thought were hilarious mm -hmm. but yeah. at the same time you it know, really seems to take away from the sense of urgency and the sense of danger yeah, and the sense that's what of I was going to say. Tell stress. me if you agree with that. The, the stakes are always supposed to be end of the world, end of the universe, end of the galaxy. When you're cracking jokes, the stakes seem less relevant. Mm -hmm. Yes, know? And yeah, I, think that's I agree. A and I hate that Marvel has now gone down that path. Now, my biggest pet peeve, still in non-spoilers about this movie, and let me know if you guys kind of agree with this. This movie, by itself as a standalone, I think works pretty well. When they try to fit it into the larger universe, it feels very shoehorned or forced into the larger universe. I agree. I totally agree. And, you know, you know, and that's where it loses me because... It's not the first one that yeah, I don't want to say it takes away from the big universe, but to me, it kind of does. Not that she's a woman. You know, I feel like now, I have to say that, but, but you know, just as a story as a whole. It's one of those things that they couldn't put it in the middle of the in in the the story, so they mm. had to put it at the very beginning. That's yeah. the only place that they could find uh, Well, room I like for it, it as a period piece. Uh, we have Wonder Woman 1984 coming out. That's the sequel to that, and I think mm. that's going to be interesting. So as a period piece, it's kind of fun in that way. But again, when you're trying to shoehorn it into the Infinity War timeline, yeah. and, the, and we get the stupid stones again, and it's like, all right, this is where you're going to waste you're wasting some you could have built some character here, but you're going to do this instead. Yeah. So I think we're ready to move into the spoilers. Are okay. you guys, would you guys agree? Because I think, is yeah. there anything more you want to add on, Nick, and non-spoilers? or? Uh, I'm all spoilers. Okay, okay, Tangent, okay. That's all right, let's so do it. Hopefully we kept it big enough. Wait, so. one thing I want to say. Okay. See the Jude, movie. See the movie and get back to us. Uh, Jude Law, he looks great. And he oh, does, he looks good. Yeah, I didn't he like looks, his character, no, but he looks good. His yeah. character is terrible. I, well, yeah. not terrible. Yon I didn't Rog, really, is I didn't, that his name? Yeah, in the Yon comics. Yeah. Yon Yon Rog, Rog, sure. But whatever. I, I didn't like <laughs> great his... Great contact lenses. I didn't really like his character. He looks great, and his delivery... Awesome. He's a great actor. You yeah, know, he's, he's the best part actor. of Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> uh, he's the only good part in that movie. Really. But yeah, I, that's one thing that I wanted to say. Oh, okay. yeah. Jude Law, great in this. Now, when it comes to spoilers... These are the answers to questions I don't think anybody's really asked. The big one that bugged me, Nick Fury's eye. Really? That's uh, how they're going to do it? That's how they're going to do it right there? Because yeah, everyone joked on the it. internet that that's how it was going to happen. Like, oh, maybe the cat's going to scratch his eyes out. And then at the end of the movie, the cat scratches his eye out. Uh, <laughs> it, felt, it felt cheesy. Yeah. And then they bring in the eyes that uh, Coulson brings in the little box of eyes. The whole thing felt weird. And, again, just, and then he has that thing where like his eye is cut during the accident, like a tease later on in the movie, then it's the cat. That was goof. The cat was a great part, but that... I thing. loved Goose. Yeah, Goose, yeah. <laughs> but in the comics, by the way, that's uh, Chewy. Chewy. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. And this is just harping back on what I was, I was saying. It's mm -hmm. just, why does Marvel have to 
put all their chips in for give the like, people this, what this one movie in movie fan 20 yeah. yeah and yeah and we service fans fan service pandering <laughs> comedy like why does it have to you be have to that? accept it come on if now, you're <laughs> if you're in the, in the marvel thing you just have to accept that's part of the deal now this is my thing where it kind of takes away from the other movies especially with the nick fury i think because the winter soldier he says in a specific scene the last time i trusted someone i lost an eye now, every time I watch that movie, it's all I'm going to see is Goose scratching his <laughs> eye a, out. But it's not and, just any cat. And the person <laughs> that he a, trusted was Goose. Goose yeah. This is a flurkin cat. I mean, come on. Give it some credit. <laughs> I mean, it's just I never asked why it was Nick Fury, or how Nick Fury lost. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I funny. I my eyes. <laughs> but is it really necessary? And his, and yeah. his okay, we talked the about. The global market's going to love We talked choice. about the chemistry <laughs> between Samuel L. Jackson and Brie Larson. Pretty good. But what about the chemistry between Samuel L. Jackson and the cat? Oh, man. Pretty Samuel good. Jackson was it, loving it. that cat. You know what's great? This it, is yeah. a happier, more cheerful Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah. no. And this I is I before like the black well. leather jacket and with the black turtleneck. Yeah, yeah this is, before uh... he became Shaft. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Now, they even mentioned it. I Can you dig it's... it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I even men they mentioned it in the first, I think, Avengers where Hawkeye and... Hawkeye, right? Yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, Hawkeye. I want to say yeah. Hawkman. I don't know why. He's so great Hawk in those early movies. Yeah. The Thor movie, he's unbelievable. Oh, he's so yeah. good in that. And he's so good. Hawkeye and Black Widow, they talk about how they weren't ready for these superpowered people that come into play. They're just regular people. But Nick Fury's kind of known all along like, hey, there has been someone who's very superpowered and very godlike out there, and they just haven't prepared for it. Some and Nick Fury's supposed to be this person yeah. who is the ultimate planner. He's always two to three steps ahead of everyone, especially in comic lines. Yeah. When the universe ends, Nick Fury is somehow still alive in some bunker, holed up somewhere with a plan B, a contingency plan to get out of there. And so it felt a little left out of left field to see him just be completely unprepared for this, but you can add that to where this is a young Nick Fury. This is too right. yeah, yeah, important yeah. You know? to put out there. Yeah, this is, back when like, this is the growth of him this is he even says it there i don't believe in aliens until you said 1995 so then Correct. literally if this is 2008 yeah 2000 sure. we're talking 15 17 uh, okay yeah, right. yeah i mean they have to move up the timeline a little bit because originally well nick fury he's usually world war ii character i believe he's actually in some versions he is a different version of an experiment of the super soldier program. yes yes not to the yes. full point where he's increased like captain america but he does have certain immunities to a lot of diseases things like that and a certain resistance overall so it's they sad. can play around with that as much as they want, you know, but that's some version of him. Somebody so. did an interview with Brie Larson uh, where they talk about, like, what were your favorite 90s songs and stuff like that? And she's like, I was born in 1989. So just for the record, this is not my time period. Which I thought was pretty clever. <laughs> so something I want to talk about, too, is the Tesseract, the Space Stone. Sure. Now, okay, that's where, you know, MacGuffin A. Tesseract. Yeah. So <laughs> first you know, one, right? First for, one we ever saw. Us, I believe so. Watch, right? yeah. yeah. For us going into spoilers, we haven't really spoiled anything yet. We're getting. Oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's coming. But go Nick ahead. Fury's <laughs> eye was a huge thing. It was, it was such a big pet peeve with me. Who I was remembers like, Mall Rats? Because like, that's a big. Spoiler. Oh yes. I own that <laughs> yeah. movie on DVD, movie. so I Come remember on. it. I. I oh, have sorry, to say, <laughs> I have to say that was a very good cameo. It's my favorite one. No, yeah, it is my favorite one. Immediately, I'm like, yes, really well thought. Okay, so with the Mall Rats thing. Stan Lee is in the movie Mallrats. Correct. That Before means anybody that cameo ever respected him. is actually Stan Lee. So Kevin there's a real Smith, life Stan Lee nerd. in the MCU. Oh my goodness. Yeah, right? <laughs> Which I like. Full circle, people. So, <laughs> Full circle. Mind's blown. So, so, so then, then that means that there are multiple people that look exactly like Stan Lee. I don't want to well, get into Nick, it. Nick, I need your, I need your tinfoil hat, all right? <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Let's go. Let's move on. Moving on. So, all right. 
when I first saw the Tesseract, I was like, oh, cool. That's how she gets her powers. I think it makes sense because she's supposed to be one of the very stronger beings in the MCU. I thought it was clumsy, but uh, okay, fine. You know, I'm yeah. fine with it because, okay, she gets her powers from the space. How zone. come Jude Law didn't get any powers? Because he's know, pretty close. That's what I, I was wondering about Red Skull because he gets blasted out into. Yeah, where's his power? Yeah. Good point. He's, well, maybe it's one of those situations where that inside her body, she has some sort of DNA or chromosome that allows her to. They do fill absorb. her up with Cree blood. So. That's, uh, oh, yeah, but did, that's yeah. after. That is after. after. But that could go into some sort of controlment of. I guess that power too as well. That so, sounds disgusting. Do we exactly. not talk at all about the Kree Scroll War? How it plays into the bigger Marvel Comics arc? I mean, I mean, do, do they give it enough? It's do? pretty I convoluted, mean, man. Yeah. It is pretty convoluted. They do yeah. a one eighty. They flip it in this. Yeah. They flip so, it, yeah. well, I guess somewhat because there's bit. there's some scrolls who are good. There's some scrolls who are bad. Majority are bad. And same, same with the Kree. Exactly. Yeah. It's complicated. Yeah. And, I mean, sure. In all honesty, when I got into this. You know, I, wa I read Secret War and, and all that. So I was thinking, oh, shoot, this is going to be insane. This is yeah. going to be crazy. I was thinking they were setting up for these scroll were going to infiltrate into the Avengers. And then it's going to be this scroll huge Kree thing. War. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be this future huge movies thing. Now, with uh, Jude Law coming back. I they mean, they can still, still go do down that, that road. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Sure. They can still do that. That's just a certain section of refugee screens. <laughs> there could be more out there that are actually still trying to infiltrate. And you that's. Know? I literally, I thought that's what was going to happen, and I was thinking already in my mind, man, how is this going to play into Endgame? Yeah. But when the big twist happens, I thought, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's all irrelevant. They can still go down that road, and I feel like it's something nice for them to have in their back pocket that sure. if they need to get rid of an actor or something, you could get the, let's uh, make them a scroll. Like, <laughs> that's, uh, the scroll war theme is a good way to get the X-Men in there if you really want to <sighs> shoehorn them. I would, or Fantastic Four so, if you want to bring them back. So. Watching this movie, I was just like, please show me Rogue. I was like, I know she's not not going to be in it, but it please show me Rogue. Yeah, just like a, a, just a cameo. Expect, on, yeah, she's got eating a, a sandwich. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone touches, just falls to the ground. Like that's Rogue. So when I first saw the test rack, I was like, okay, where has this thing been? And so luckily, I was able to find the timeline of basically the test rack. So I'm just going to read it out real quick. Right, that we're all there, on man. the same Do page. It. So of course. It was created pretty much in the beginning of the universe. There's it like is a, the yeah. space stone. It is the space, space stone. stone. Yeah. So space stone is what's inside the test rack. So it was created in the beginning of the universe. Then. Odin had it, and I guess he left it on Earth, and it was um, protected by some people on Earth, I think in Norway or something like that. Okay, um, okay. Red Skull then got it, and then he got blasted into outer space, and then it fell into the Arctic, and that was still in the Captain America movie, yeah. where it fell in there. And then it's shown in the post-credits of Thor, um, and then it's shown in the first Avengers, where Nick Fury is using it to make weapons. Then it's stolen by Loki, and then it's taken back from Loki and then put on Asgard. Then it's stolen by Loki again and then given to Thanos. And then it was recovered by Howard Stark after World War II sometime. So it's somewhere between after World War II when Howard Stark discovered it and it between in the ocean, where, right? Yeah, in between where sure. it... I not, um, remember that. Howard Stark discovered it He's in the Arctic. He's looking for Captain America. He finds the Tesseract. Yeah, so Howard yeah. Stark finds the finds in the Arctic. So between that and where it's shown in the post-credits where Nick Fury actually has it, that's where and the Project original Pegasus Marvel gets ties it. ties into this whole yeah. Howard Stark's so, involved somehow in that. Somehow she must have swiped it somehow. So. Yeah. Why is she working with the humans when she's got an invisible spacecraft in the orbit of Earth Oh, real at quick. Kind of weird. Um, just credit to Mr. Sunny Movies because he posted a video of this on Timeline and I didn't have to do any research. So <laughs> I, I, I just watched I, the I video. I my blog. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so I 
just want to give credit where credit is due. Yeah, a lot of people put it out there. Yeah, credit where credit is due. I just watched his video and I wrote it down. So a lot of people. I'm sorry, don't sue me. I don't have anything. Please. Real quick, was the tesseract? The tesseract wasn't in Loki's wand, was it? Or he steals it from the Mind Stone. The Mind Stone was in Loki. Yeah, the Mind Stone. No, the Mind Stone was in Loki's uh, scepter, okay. and that's where they get. That's where Vision is. It's in his head, and that's oh, where uh, Quicksilver. Right. Oh yeah, when's Quicksilver gonna come back? Anyways, and then that's when, uh, there's there's so many things, yeah. and I, it's hard to keep track. They pull these different MacGuffins out, MacGuffin, and they, MacGuffin, MacGuffin. yeah, and then they put it into one thing, <laughs> turn it to another, and I don't. We're know. almost done with it. I think Endgame is the end of these stupid stones. I I'm hope. Pretty so. sure. I mean, I'm ready for new things. Yeah. And yeah. I'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more. And so um, as far as like other things, you know, questions and answers we never really asked is, you know, how the Avengers got their name too. And it's like, I like this part. Boo. I was, this part, like, I was okay that's with That's how they got it. Boo. I mean, I guess. Like that's what I thought. I was, there's, uh, a, there's a lot of things shoehorned the, uh, in there. Like, yeah, I like it. I think it's pretty good. No, Nick. Come on. <laughs> Listen, uh, the Your little girl, count right uh, there's now. some great <laughs> chemistry between Brie Larson and Lashana Lynch. Uh, who plays uh, Maria Rambo? Lebeau, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, and there's or, her yeah. daughter, who in the comics is actually Photon, another version of and that's Captain her Marvel. Call sign, so, yeah. Mother's call sign. So it's kind of there's some symmetry there. Oh, I thought man. it was clever. I, mean, I just it's and the protector was also Captain Marvel at some point in the comics too. Now, I really want to go down the rabbit hole. How how accurate is the, the protector is initiative versus books. the Avenger initiative? Let's explain it. I mean, the Avenger uh -huh. was her call sign as a pilot, Carol Danvers. I mean, that was and that's how he. You know, uh, Fury Ugh. gives credit to it. I mean, my issue with that, it's just, it feels shoehorned in. And same yeah. thing, it's the answer okay to it. the question I never once asked. And once I got it, <laughs> it's me, like, I'm going to give you okay, some bigger problems. It, the strategy of how to figure out someone is a scroll is pretty weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can yeah. we talk about something that's, that's pretty terrible? In that. What is it? Like, you're just going to ask them terrible. questions? Because I can the, lie really well. They I can't mean... do the blood test from the thing? Like, <laughs> no, no. They said that the weak. DNA is going to be the same. Oh, the DNA is going to be the but, same? Oh, yeah. Still, so how do you figure it out? You're just going to ask them personal questions? <laughs> <laughs> no, but What's your shoe size? Going I back mean, into it, Tyler, you brought up one of the real big blaring things. Is that it just so many different things that are too convenient and they're just pulling stuff they're like what would be good what would be good let's throw a dart on a dartboard and yeah. then see oh yeah these, that's where he's gonna get the name for adventures yeah. off of a, <laughs> these off movies of are noted to death it just you have to accept that going in i think to a certain extent literally there was captain marvel better or, or worse than star trek let's <laughs> let's pull it all the way back <laughs> by the way nobody brought this up i wanted to bring this up on 21819 we released the star trek 2009 podcast episode Three days later, Screen Rant, Canadian uh, website, they're very, very good, yeah. released the the Star Trek movies in order, best to worst. You heard it here first. We so. <laughs> drive the culture on talking flick, all right? Make note. Okay, so with that, comparing it, it, if we're going to compare it to Star Trek... Which I, had a lot of those same things, right? I really so like really the CG that was in this movie. Uh -huh. like the, oh, the, it's 10 years later. So yeah, the, no, but the city of Hala, the, yeah. the spaceships, all, all the that. space stuff is good. It, it looked yeah. great, pretty man. Good, yeah, yeah no, cool. in my my personal sure. opinion, and what is but that? not enough world building and telling you what it's yeah. like. But I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't the Nova that. Corps and Guardians of the Galaxy, much cooler, much more world building. But all this. I care about is how it looked in terms of the CG. That's how I care. You know, what right. I care about, one, and it looked great. One of the it things that bothered me that, was yeah. in the beginning of this movie, they just throw you right into the Kree scroll thing. And if you never read the comics and you don't know what's going on, it was all kind of weird. I mean, you see this, you see the Kree and Guardians right of the it. Galaxy and everything. We got to if see Roman the Accuser. I mean, if you're watching this movie. You've seen those movies. Yondu is a Cree, is that right? 
Yeah, I believe from, so. Is yeah, because he, he's blue. So Yon Rog, Yon Rog, Yon Rog, Yon Rog. Yeah, yeah. But you know what's funny? No, no. I'm talking about Yondu from Guardians of Galaxy. Guardians oh, of Galaxy. Yeah. guy. Yeah, the he's half Kree, cyborg. Right? Yeah, yeah. And never back down. That's right. Michael Rooker. He's you know great. what's funny though? The aliens in this movie, they're either. You know what? We're just gonna still make them. They can all look like humans. They'll just put like blue skin How about on the one. accents. Yeah. Why are so many scrolls Australian? Yeah, Australian, <laughs> English, or whatever. It's kind of weird. But they were like, uh, "We're just just paint him green, paint that guy blue. It doesn't matter. Hey, give him so, different contacts. Then they're all aliens. That, a lot of, a lot of great know. contact uh, uses here. Annette Benning's contacts are amazing. I thought some of the comedy uh, displayed by like the green scroll guys was like off-putting because. You're science guy like, yeah exactly it was just weird it felt creepy to yeah, me. yeah no i agree the tones weren't quite right yeah yeah and mm-hmm. and some poor editing also one thing one joke that i really liked that really landed with me was the guy with the two blades and uh-huh. he had the contacts and he's like that's I, uh what's that guy's name from uh, guardians of the galaxy right? yeah well the yeah guy from blood diamond well he was he was saying they were saying you never laugh and he's like i do laugh on, on the, the inside, inside. <laughs> i honestly pretty flat because in the beginning though it's trying to show their what is that their chemistry as a mm-hmm. team. Korath, and, the yeah. guy's name's Korath, and I <laughs> thought that worked really well because right. it's showing them they're building as a team, they're working together. Some of it was okay, yeah. And then and, they do the flip, yeah. And then when they do Gemma, Gemma the, Chan, she got a few moments. Some of it was okay. When I don't they, think they gave that team enough due, you know, when the whole traitor thing happened and they start splitting apart, and then silly, that's, yeah, silly. It just. Yeah. It, then all the chemistry was gone. Yeah, no now, more the, jokes. They were just fighting, and I mean, it just didn't correct me really if I'm wrong. Well. Young, it was kind of there a little bit. I mean, when you know, of course, the the two chicks are fighting. Brie Larson. I can't remember the yeah. other one. The other yeah, blue, okay. the other blue yeah, one. No, sure. Gemma, you know, Gemma Chan, that's why you never know. liked me. No, uh, I just me, didn't like me, you in general. Min Irva, that's her name. Min Irva and Korath. Those yeah. are the two guys you're talking hey, about. Hey, I don't know what it is about Marvel. Has a really good job though of making these female aliens look very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Blue and green girls. Yeah. The kids in the future are gonna be messed up for life. Yon Rog in the comics is also. Also a bad guy, right? Am I remembering that? You correctly? know, I, I don't remember. He's no, part I of her origin remember. story. I, really I don't that's, remember enough. About I mean, it, yeah. with okay. the Captain Marvel stuff, it's it's known, but it's how not about, as well known. It's sea level Lee stuff Pace? in comics. Lee Pace yeah. is Ronan making a comeback from Guardians of the Galaxy. Do we care? Yeah, about my that? thing he with him, like I mean, a different actor almost. I mean, he looks younger and everything, but my thing with him is like, we'll be back for the girl, and it's like, okay, I guess that never happened because you die yeah, in Guardians of the Galaxy one, and so. But it's one of those things though that. Like and the way she they just leave. No, I mean, it I, seems like they would have duked it out. But I feel that it's because when I looked at him, I thought, "Isn't that a bad guy from Guardians of Galaxy yeah. One?" And the ship looks very similar. To yeah, yeah. And so I was thinking, like right off the bat, it removed that surprise uh, element. I like yeah. I immediately think, "Oh, are they working with the bad guy?" And that was literally going through my head. And then when they show that they were traitors or that they have like ulterior motives. Then I thought, oh, okay, it all makes sense, and it took Some away sloppy from storytelling. Yeah, it too. definitely took with away Jim from Ma, that twist. Little, uh, yeah, you know, whatever that thing is—the walkie-talkie thing where he's talking to Lee Pace's Ronan. It was all kind of sloppy. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. And you know what? That little armband thing that she kept on typing—it <laughs> was literally anything that she needed. Oh, yeah. she needs to take down the cloaking device. She, Boom! She got it. <laughs> she got that purple stone, and then she just throws yeah, it away. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I need to see what's on this purple stone. <laughs> yeah, it literally—it just did whatever she needed it's weird, to do, yeah. and that was ridiculous (laughs) one thing that i will want to point out too so 
funny jokes. She's like, where's your communication shop or whatever? Points Radio to Radio Shack. Shack. <laughs> I'm I used, okay with that. Hey, I used to work at Radio Shack. It's hey. a great store, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a reason why it went under. But I will say this. So she develops a communicator off of a ramshackle parts, puts it into a phone, and she's able to contact that was weird. the spaceship. And then she goes into an internet cafe, and she doesn't know how to type. Where's the money? Does she have any money, too? Also, I thought that was weird. But listen, if you need D batteries... Radio Shack. <laughs> That's where you go. Yeah. Jump into the shack. <laughs> I mean, those are things right there that I could just ignore overall just because yeah, majority funny. of it, yeah, you know, I, I remember fun, internet everything. cafes. Shit, I remember <laughs> That's that. That's before me. <laughs> hey, I spent a lot of time with that AOL. Before me, I'll Listen, even that. when they do the log on thing and it's dialing in, I thought that was amazing. I remember yeah, that. Good little point. <laughs> yeah. Again, and that was like a why. I, I, I know cute. it's a joke. It's a I get piece. it. I understand. We're in the it. '90s, Ryan. Come on, 95. Okay, <laughs> but don't go on, chasing man. waterfalls. Really, the... stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh man, I'm just. Uh, I can't even form into it's, words. It's my, beaten, my we're beating over the head <laughs> that we're in the '90s. That that's the new yeah. nostalgia. Before it was the '80s. Now they're trying to move it more into the '90s yeah. with the new nostalgia I thought, period. I thought so. we're done with Ready Player One. I thought <laughs> we're done with Guardians of the Galaxy. Come on, guys. <laughs> really, like all they're doing is just recycling the the same jokes that they use in Guardians of the Galaxy, but putting them in the '90s. The, let's talk to about the, the music 80s. because Guardians of the Galaxy, an amazing use of the soundtrack. Part two, pretty good. This one. It's a good soundtrack, but it feels more forced because we'd already seen it. Mm. So it's kind of a ripoff. But I like the songs they chose. Salt and Pepper, What a Man. Uh, Garbage yeah. was, uh, I think, I'm Paranoid. No, they complement the scenes that they mm. were only happy they were when playing it rains. over that was well. I'm just a girl. So. Celebrity, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, celebrity Skin Hole. I mean, there was some good stuff in there. Yeah, no, it was good. And, and then Come As You Are. That was a great with Nirvana. Oh, yeah, too. yeah. yeah. In but, good oh, moment, too. Did that I come out say, in 95? I don't know. That <laughs> too. 92, 93. was still popular. Though. That scene was terrible, though. But she wasn't on Earth in 92. Weird cut. No, no, it not, so, it's not even the cut. It was just a weird thing that an AI would do. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's though my biggest, oh, I keep on saying my biggest gripe. It's like the whole thing is my biggest gripe. But this whole movie, they're just antagonizing her. Yeah. Every step that they could take, if they had a way to push her buttons to rub her face into the dirt, they did it. And why this AI thing but decided to Ryan, do that? In the movie, they have this moment, and I actually found it to be somewhat profound, given what we're talking about here, 20 films, first female lead, where she's human. Yes, I'm human, and you know what humans do? We take a punch, we fall down, we get back up again. Do we know she's fully human, though? But but that's relevant. Uh, in some know? versions, she is half Cree. Sure, whatever. I, I, <laughs> I understand why they did it. We're all half Cree spirit, really. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, in my personal opinion, when they already introduced the AI, and it's all about getting a mission done, working towards the Cree, and then all of a sudden, this AI has its own personality that's rubbing its, her face into the It is a little weird. Dirt, I'll, get, I'll grant like you that. really antagonizing her, wearing a jacket. It, listening to Nirvana. Mm -hmm. Why is that necessary for an AI weird, sure. to do that? Now, with the collective, they're usually a combination of just like the Cree in general. Like the greatest minds of the Cree, they're all combined to each other. So that's what they call it. I believe did, they do call it in the we, movie the collective. The so, the, uh, yeah, yeah. They call the simulation. It, what was that thing called? Where Annette Benning, you see your biggest fear or whatever inside of there when you go. Oh, over there. 
the great communicator or whatever I, the heck it yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of weird. But even with that, if if, if we're going to take back to Star Trek and the, the collective of... Supreme intelligence. Yeah, <laughs> with the collective of, of, what is it, the Vulcans and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they're smart people. You're saying that the smartest people of the Kree... That's what they came up with. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to say, hey, put a letter jacket on the AI girl, play some Nirvana, and really dig into this. But yeah. listen, this is aliens have... Like a different perspective. They they're like you know. Bum- hey, I'm gonna say bumblebees. F aliens. And- <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> build the wall. Are we doing that? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, don't, please don't build that wall. <laughs> anyway, what I was saying is like they have to point out the difference between what makes humans special, what makes humans different than these other aliens. And I think mm-hmm. that they at least in this movie put some time into saying we have our own sort of mentality. Oh, and, and for the audience, we're at 58 minutes into the podcast. No, I'm, I'm just saying we're 58 minutes into the podcast. The big twist is that the Kree are actually the bad guys and the scroll yeah. are actually, uh, I know Spoiler! you're... Spoiler! Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jude Law's a bad guy. Yeah, it's literally 58 <laughs> minutes into it. it. The but Jude yeah. Law gangs are dicks this, all along. <laughs> the scroll is actually, what are they, refugees? They're like, re- yeah, at yeah. least this group. This group yeah. that totally we're introduced to. Palestine. I mean, it's on the nose, Israel Palestine. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. And they're spread out through the universe. Do you think uh, Carol D- uh, Danvers would ever figured out that it's not a great idea to go hunt down refugees and kill them for no reason? It's a little bit, <laughs> little bit odd. <laughs> I mean, she as far figure as, that out. <laughs> as far as spoilers go, it's it's an okay. It's fine. It's a fine movie. <laughs> Everything else I want to say is just. Overall, personally, can we talk? Can I we mean, talk about this part with the Raiders of the Lost Ark part where they challenge Jude Law's character? Oh Rog, yeah, and he's like, "We're mm-hmm. gonna duke it out, Sylvester Stallone and uh, Jean Claude Van Damme style. Yeah. Take off all our stuff. Don't use your powers." That was hilarious. <laughs> that, that was, was a good. good I like that part. I was, <laughs> that. And I was literally part. telling my wife as we were watching it, he has no leverage. Yeah, I know, why right? would she go along? I was with hoping it? in my brain, I'm like, "Just shoot him! Just shoot him! Just shoot him!" I was hoping for that. Of course, she's gonna shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was glad. I don't know. Because <laughs> they did lead up to it with that part in the beginning where if you can knock me down without your powers, that's when you're ready. So at least they have some foreshadowing. <laughs> no, but I, I literally thought the same thing that she said. She has nothing to prove to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> when Spielberg watches this movie on Netflix, I wonder if he's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you like about the ending as far as where she's been all this time? She decides to go help the scroll to go find them a new home, and that's just where she's that been. That is questionable. They've, First they've, of all, Samuel uh-huh. L. Jackson, how come he hasn't used the pager already? Yeah. And he's got aliens invading New York and Avengers 1. That's pretty big emergency. I mean, I guess Seems he had like, the Avengers at know, that time, but... Yeah, if, yeah. And that's where it's kind of... If this is Samuel Jackson, who's two to three steps ahead, or Nick Fury is two to three steps ahead, and think. he sees people fading away, he might already know about Thanos in general, and maybe he already knows that this might be the end game of it. And yeah. so... Oh, I just said end game. And so... <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you know what? I have to give it to Marvel for not doing the tacky thing of saying... Captain Marvel in the movie. They danced around it, but they Mar-Bell. never. Yeah. They say Marvel a couple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah they say Marvel, but they never say. Which in the Captain comics is a man, Marvel. by the way. There's a there's a change right there. Annette Benning, a female character, but in the mm-hmm. comics, it's a guy. Uh, she's gone away, so she's gone away to help the scrolls find a new home. Now they've kind of talked about that, at least with the producers, directors, where in the meantime she's been kinda doing unclear. other adventures on her what own. Exactly is she and doing? so yeah, I mean, you think she'd want to return? Back to her She's home just planet, going to but... rescue refugees all over the galaxy. But going back know. to what Nick was asking, I think that honestly Samuel L. Jackson he knows how powerful she is, 
And it's one of those instances that he has the Avengers, and if they fail, that's when he's going to call them. Not that, right? Not that he's going to call them at the first sign of. of I mean, Avengers uh, one, they're pretty close to failing. Yeah, they're close <laughs> yeah. to failing. But Avengers still two, there. it's just Slovenia or whatever that is, so it's not so bad. But, I, uh, I I honestly think that you're going to save your trump card. You save it until the very end when you that. have no. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that was a turn of phrase even before this guy was yeah. second 1995 sure now, sounds right when it comes to nick when it comes to nick fury he might have pressed that pager just because he noticed he was disappearing and no one else knows about you know has any way to contact her except for him mm. so that could be a reason why he pressed it because he sees he's you know fading off yeah that he decides this is my only moment to press this pager yeah, I get that. and save yeah. her you know I'm okay and with so, that. Yeah. Now, let's talk about we're into spoilers right so we can talk yeah. about there's All two the end yeah, credit yeah. scenes okay the first end credit scenes pretty dark given that we just saw guardians of the galaxy like captain marvel movie. wait there was two i only saw one there's two oh, let's shoot. talk about the second Dang. okay yeah. all right all right all right well so i mean what was the first scene the uh, first one is basically it's uh black oh. widow captain america yeah. with the beard right if i'm not mistaken he yeah did. he did it's, have the beard they're like the pagers stopped going off why did the pagers mm -hmm. stop going off get it back online blah 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 and then uh uh, we see Bruce Banner. We see somebody else too, John Cheadle. Uh, yeah. War Machine. Shows yeah, yeah. Up. All yeah. the remaining Avengers. Yeah. Right. And they're like uh, Black Widow's. Like we got to get this back online because we need to know what Nick Fury was had on the other yeah. end of this thing. Yeah. And which then is immediately smart. you see Captain Marvel. Yeah. Cut, cut to black. She, and it cuts to black, and then it has a little text that says Captain Marvel will be in Endgame. Yeah. And I literally said out loud, of course she yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there was some so, debate. Look, uh, when you uh, watch uh, one of those trailers of Endgame, you could tell that somebody had been edited out of the walking moment where there's four or five of them in line, uh -huh. and they had surmised that that was Ant-Man. But now they're saying that's probably Captain Marvel, not Ant-Man. Well, no, she she does the Batman thing where she just appears randomly behind them, <laughs> yeah, you know, without yeah. any, yeah, without any... Uh, you know, any sign of hearing them or anything. She just yeah. randomly appears. And, and then... I thought it was a good scene. Different uh, in haircut, my personal different opinion, suit. I liked, I really liked that. She she just says one thing. What happened to Nick? Or what happened to Fury? Fury. Yeah. Where's Fury? Yeah. yeah. No one calls Fury, him Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right? We, we've established yeah. that. Yeah. They established Earlier that in the movie over, with the crappy part. <laughs> again, one of those things that they have to hammer it into the heads of the audience. Remember this. Remember this. Yeah, well. Remember this. <laughs> like It's like it doesn't want to provide any subtlety for the audience uh -huh. to kind of think about. Instead, it just wants to put everything That's, on a little platter. We're, we're going to leave the subtlety to the hereditary fans. <laughs> hey. In my personal opinion, <laughs> they got a new movie coming up. By the way, Midsummer. Anybody see that trailer? We should have talked. I about haven't that seen it, but I know Ari Aster is working on yeah, the new thing. Yeah, that's creepy. So. That's the trailer that I was talking uh, about. Midsummer. Uh, Check out the trailer. Right, right. Holy crap! And for you audience uh, listeners or whatever, I know that you haven't listened to the Hereditary episode yet. Listen Don't. to yeah. it. <laughs> Just download it. <laughs> uh, listen to it. Download it. Listen to it. It's if you good. value your head on your shoulders, <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> well, we had that last credit scene where Goose throws up the tesseract. Goose on Fury's desk, yeah. yeah. On whose desk? On Fury's desk. Yeah, they show oh, Nick Fury's yeah. desk. It's just a cut of his desk. Goose shows up mm -hmm. on the desk, and in a cute, like, I have a cat, you know, in a, uh -huh. in a very normal style, starts to do that throw-up motion, and then pops out the Tesseract. Yep. <laughs> so now cute. Nick, ha Nick Fury has it right there. Now so we I mean, have the line of right. uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. has the Tesseract in their possession yeah. again. So, so, I mean, overall, with this movie, by itself, it works fine. When it tries to connect to the larger universe, it definitely feels shoehorned in. And I think the main reason is because we this is our very first time seeing Captain Marvel on screen. 
she's not fully fleshed out yet. This isn't a fully fleshed out character. This is someone who's in the works of being made. You know, it's not like where we had Thor 1, Iron Man 1, all that stuff. Yeah, we saw them in the beginning, but we got to see them get flushed out pretty through good, other though. movies, too. Remember, they were going to throw her into the third act of Age of Ultron. It, so to give her this, smarter, yeah. smarter than that. Well, it seems a little too late to add her into that. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, just Doctor because... Doctor Strange, this is better than Doctor Strange. That well, was pretty crappy, too. I that's thought. the thing, because, well, when it comes to Captain Marvel, she's a major character in Endgame. At least that's what they're saying, that she is a huge... So is, major... so is Doctor Strange? Yeah. So, well, well, somewhat, and, but <laughs> but I'm going to say, Doctor Strange was not released a month. Well, I mean, before, he was so. a, he was a key player in Infinity War. Yeah. So, but Doctor Strange, one of the most powerful beings in the Marvel yeah. universe, Captain Marvel could kick Doctor Strange's ass. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I know, we'll take it offline. Yeah. We'll take that's, it offline. That's magic, right <laughs> yeah, there. Man. That's uh, literally whoa, that's whoa, different than than magic. being powered by the space stone. Whoa. That is. <laughs> I'll take uh, Courtney Love with celebrity skin over uh, magic uh, any day. Like the way that they're represented in the movies is not. By the way, Brie, Brie Larson's accent is. much better than uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Generic. Oh yeah, yeah. generic yeah. Brooklyn <laughs> splash of British in there. Hello, I am Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I am from Brooklyn. So at least with me, that's my thing. She's not fully fleshed out yet, and it seems kind of big to put this all on the weight of her shoulders for a character who's not fully fleshed. I look at it the other way. Yet. You need somebody to come in and help these Avengers that, with presumably Tony Stark floating now, around in space. Doctor Strange mm -hmm. gone. Some of these other characters. Vision is dead. We need someone to come in and help them. This is a good opportunity. I have a solution to that, or what they could have done, because Wolverine. obviously they released on Women's <laughs> Day. You know, International Women's Day. Money, money, oh, money, is that money. Right? I didn't even yeah. put that together. Good. Well, money, <laughs> money, 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 yep. and so. And it they did make gone, money. Four fifty-five worldwide. And wow. growing, already so. crossed wow. that threshold of three hundred four. So, what I think they probably could have done is they could have gone the Spider-Man route. Where we got to see Spider-Man first in the, Civil War. The moment with Spider-Man uh -huh. in Infinity War where he disappears is the only one that really got me. Well, And I think that, that was there's some value there. So this is what I would like to see with Captain Marvel. Or at least a different version or different route for it because she's not a fully fleshed out character. When they showed Spider-Man in Civil War, yeah, he, wasn't he got either. to see it. He got to do his thing. Tease, and then will. he got his standalone in the next one. Mm. I would have liked to see Captain Marvel get thrown into Same Endgame. Way go toe-to-toe, -to -toe because at the end credit scene, we could have seen that in To your point, in Tyler, I was surprised that that worked as well as it did, Civil War to Homecoming. Yeah. I actually thought that was going to be a total bust since we just saw Andrew Garfield's <laughs> Spider-Man like five minutes ago. Right. I thought that was going to fail, but actually it worked really well. You so know maybe what? I have a point there. I honestly feel that would be very yeah. interesting. If they just played Endgame without having the Captain Marvel movie and then... Introduce her then. Yeah. yeah. She just like comes in She's and fully then, established. But she you're has forgetting, her power setting. She knows how to use her powers. Yeah. You're forgetting yeah. a billion dollars Marvel is going to make. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Captain Marvel. But I feel as that. As far would... as continuity and just and fleshing out her character as a whole. Female Marvel fans, somebody to root for. But which I is think, important. I think, though, that it would drum up a lot more. Yes. Like, like, and then so her standalone would get more hype. And then we get to exactly. see this fully fleshed out character. Last year we saw. We don't need to see another origin story. We're 20 years. You know what I mean? We're yeah. almost at you know nine, 11 years into the franchise. I'm not so. saying yeah, I, I'm not saying that this movie shouldn't have come out, but if it came out after Endgame, I think that it would have drum up a lot more mm -hmm. support for this movie because people are going to say you're asking oh, them to change <laughs> a strategy that has already proved to work. They did Black Panther, then they did Infinity War, then they did Ant Man and the Wasp. We're going to repeat that this year with. Uh, Captain Marvel, Endgame, and Spider-Man. But 2. we saw Black Panther in Civil War. 
we were already introduced to that character. So we already saw yeah. some part of him. Yeah, and he got man. fully flushed yeah, out right. more. Right. So we already saw that Maybe character, right. and he got fully flushed out more when we saw him again well, in the Black Panther movie. If Captain so, Marvel showed up in uh, Age of Ultron, it would have been a waste. It would have it <laughs> been. just all agree so with that. <laughs> that's what I wish would have happened. Show her in Endgame. Let her go toe-to-toe with Thanos. Show how strong she is. We don't need to see an origin story. She can figure out her secret handshake with Nick Fury later on. You know, we can see that at a later time. They can do that at their own time. Show us her in Endgame. Give us her standalone afterwards because she's supposed to be taking over the Avengers after this whole phase is completed. Really? Yeah. So let that. And I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm okay with it. We'll see if she gets fully fleshed out because she, she's going to have some nice origin story with uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> origin stories. We get characters by the way, not fully fleshed out. The whole thing with Thanos winning is is uh, Star Lord's fault. So let's not uh, <laughs> give him a pass on that. So that's pretty much my overall thoughts right there as far as what I think could have been done with this movie and just my big pet peeves right there. Do you guys we, have any last minute additions? I just want to point on? out because with that with that particular point, this is not the worst of the origin movies for Marvel. There no, are so not. you know it's worthwhile. I thought it's they just, did a decent job. It's way too close to the end of this whole series. You know, what I mean, it's just that's the thing. We're a month out. We're less than a month out to end April, April twenty sixth. Yeah. It, the, so my last thoughts on mm-hmm. this movie is it was a fun movie when it comes yeah, down absolutely. to it, it's a fun movie let's, let's read I, it but let's honestly it. I feel like I say that for every Marvel movie nowadays that but it that's was, what they are no no but yeah I, I get that they're just nobody fun. remembers the stones because they're all just whatever man we're just having a good time here but there's no complexity to it it just Agreed. seems like that's for DC all, the, all <laughs> they're no all they're doing is just pandering and putting everything out on the table and say hey you remember this this they hey, are make giving sure you pay attention to this <laughs> and the literally the best marvel movie that i feel was winter soldier Me too. and the reason, political thriller yeah and the, the reason why i liked it so much was because it was so complex it but you made know what? you think ryan the winter soldier did not make as much money as some of these other films it's like one for them one for me one mm. for them one for me globally Captain Marvel is killing it. It's yeah. gonna make a billion freaking dollars. Now, now tell me this. You gotta give the people what they want. You gotta just, you can't have everything. Is it because, would it have made the same amount of money if it went more complex? Or is the name and the I'm standing sure. of Marvel so big now that it made so much money? And does how much money a movie make make it that good of a movie? Yeah. The bottom line Twilight for Twilight made a ton bottom, of bottom, money. Bottom, <laughs> <laughs> Once again, <laughs> thank God for Carla. Thank God for Carla. Once again, I will say this. It matters for Disney in the bottom line. Uh, when you're making $200 million movies mm-hmm. and you're putting out that risk, yeah, you got to make the money. Yeah. The, the, so. the thing is, though, I just think that Disney and Marvel, they're getting a little lazy. They have a formula of making a movie. They throw in a little jokes, and then that's it. It's satisfying for the general public that they're going to say, hey, it was a fun movie. I don't have to think mm-hmm. too deep into it. It wasn't that complex. But when you dig a little deeper, then you kind of see all of its flaws. That's what's going on. I'm not saying that this was a bad movie. I, I think it was a very enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. The money that I spent for it was well worth it. But all in all, it's not in my top yeah. three. Those are pretty yeah, much. It's not a top. We got pros. We got cons with it. And, you know, we never would have gotten Winter Soldier unless we got the first Captain America. Although I wish they would have done things differently with Captain Marvel. I'm still excited to see Endgame. And I'm still excited to see what else they do with her and where we can see her character True. get more uh, fully developed. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Wonder Woman cost $149 million to make. Okay. Captain Marvel cost one fifty two. Wonder Woman made eight twelve worldwide after a crappy Dawn of Justice movie. This movie is going to make a billion dollars. Yeah. 
I mean, credit to Marvel for seeing, you know, DC actually showing Marvel the way and saying, look, this is a market we need. We need a character. We need a female character to lead a movie. This is important. Let's do it. Yeah, it was a perfect no, but credit to them for putting it out there. All right. All right. Tell me this. Which, like, you brought it up. Which do you like better? Did you like Wonder Woman or did you like Captain Marvel? Wonder Woman, not close. They're I have Wonder Woman at seven. <laughs> I have Captain Marvel at six. I'm yeah, right. honestly, <laughs> I would have put the, the difference I, I, is, I would have put Wonder Woman above Captain Marvel. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a difference in the tone. And okay, I'm gonna put it to you this way: in Wonder Woman, there's this scene that a lot of people remember if they're fans of the movie No Man's Land. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel has no scene like that. There's okay. no standout moment like No Man's Land in Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the difference. Patty Jenkins, a more seasoned director knew what she wanted to do with that character and executed it with freedom, shockingly, in the mm-hmm. DC universe, uh, which is surprising. Yeah. Here, this was felt like a noted movie, an edited movie, a movie that was pieced together for it to fit into Endgame, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So I think that that held this back a little bit. Now, That's why Wonder Woman's better. Nick, do you think this should have just stayed like stayed as a standalone and had no connection at all? I would have been grand- fine with yeah, it, but you got to give the people universe, what they so. want. So, you know, and I don't know. You can't please everybody, and I guess as you know, fans, <laughs> it's just... Uh, I would have. I'll tell you this. I'll put yeah. it this way, Tyler. I would have rather had Captain Marvel instead of Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, and then it has no connection. Uh, I haven't. I haven't watched Ant Man and the Wasp. It's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. whatever. I, like I, it. I really <laughs> like. I really like the first Ant Man. I like uh, but, Evangeline Lilly, good female character there too. Like going back to it, Tyler, I I completely agree with you. If they just like went into Endgame and showed Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, and then had this movie come out a little later, I thought it would been yeah would have been great. I didn't think it, it was too necessary that this movie had to come out before yeah. it, Endgame. In all honesty, if I never see Doctor Strange again, it'll be too <laughs> soon. <laughs> so you know, it's tomato tomato. Yeah, I mean. I just, me personally, it feels a little too late in the game to have a brand new, yeah. fresh character. You know, just from day one. Show did you us have, Did you have a good up. time? Yeah, I had a good time. It All was right. just the really big thing, like the connection to the big universe and Nick Fury's eye. It's just that I oh, think yeah. really bugged me. I so, like it, yeah. so but, uh, can I ask this? What do you guys think about Captain Marvel being the linchpin, though, for Endgame? What do you think? I mean, and this question is I don't more. I know that di- she is. No, well, this question is more directed to Tyler because uh-huh. Tyler, you're a comic book guy. Um, would there have been a better superhero to put out there? And not, not because she was a woman or anything like right. that. But do you think that Marvel what could have? Fits? Yeah, exactly. They picked a C-level character in terms right. of of, mm-hmm. of superheroes. And- that's kind of the MCU's thing because they lost a lot of rights to their A Guardians and B levels. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. nobody knew that. Yeah. The the Guardians of the Galaxies were C level. Okay, so Captain if you America, can, Iron Man, B level Gamora. for sure. Any, any of the, the uh-huh. Marvel characters, okay. if you had a choice to pick who would be the one that will kind of determine what happens in Endgame, which one would you choose? I would like it if they use the pocket dimensions as far as with Ant-Man to go back in time the or to repair, repair Thor's hammer. And I want to see Black Widow carry Thor's hammer. That would be amazing. Ooh, I, I want to like see. That. I want to see Black Widow. Yeah. Hey, Marvel, <laughs> because we, we have Stormbreaker. Disney. Thor has Stormbreaker. I do Give like us that. another Thor. That's Give a us, missed opportunity. Yeah. She's a fleshed out character oh. too. So Marvel they... Disney signed this guy as a writer. <laughs> Sponsor the podcast first, so we're all taken care of. Then take time. <laughs> so I mean, that's what I liked. As and those are existing characters right there. You know. That's something I would definitely love to see, you know, regardless that she's a female character. It's just she's been there since day one. Now, she has been. Okay, Who so doesn't deserve their own movie? They've been there since day one. Think, oh, except maybe War Machine. Think about continuity <laughs> going forward. Let's fast forward. We don't know what's going to happen in Endgame. If phase three comes to full maturity and let's say one or two of our favorite heroes are gone, they die. So and so in Endgame. 
do we care about the scroll Cree war being the next phase? Is that the centerpiece of the next phase? Mm. I know comic fans you should know, it, appreciate it. I right? honestly, yeah. it's, a big, it's a big arc. I think it's going to lean towards that way. If once okay they finish that. Infinity War, got to work on the makeup Endgame, of the scrolls a little bit. I think that's yeah. the, the next thing because the way that the Marvel universe is is going, they have to make it bigger and bigger. Good it, way to mm, commingle yeah. those X Men too, I think. And, and it can't be just in New York, or it can't yeah, be just in yeah. the world. Yeah. It has to be a world, a universe. <laughs> I want a movie thing. just inside of a blockbuster video. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> so, so another Ant Man. Another yeah. Ant Man. <laughs> There's an Easter egg with that True Lies poster in the blockbuster video. That's about a spy who hides his identity when you think of Jan Rog. Uh-huh. It's a spy hiding his identity. So there's uh, some symmetry I think, there. I think you're thinking too deep into no, that. No, no, no. That, was, that was calculated. It was calculated. So, Trust all right, me. All right. Do you guys have any last-minute thoughts you want to throw into Catherine? I know we kind of said that already, but do you have any other last-minute thoughts you want to throw into See the there? movie. Make your own judgment. I gave it a 6.0 as comparison. Black Panther 6.0, Infinity War 6.5, Wonder Woman 7.0. It's okay. In, it's, in the, it's in that market. Of you know like, what? That seems, as far movie. as your rating scores goes, mm-hmm. that seems fair. Yeah. And I would give this... I would give this seven flannel shirts out of ten. <laughs> so I, you know, <laughs> she took it off. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, she uh, could take off the flannel. That was so. a cool the nine inch nails shirt the whole time, but not a nine inch nails song in the movie. That was a missed opportunity. Yeah. Once again, I I fought for these guys to do the social network for those <laughs> Trent Reznor fans out there. <laughs> uh, me being the uh, the lenient critic, as as <laughs> Nick would call me, honestly, I thought it was a fun movie. It's not very deep. You'll enjoy it when you go out into the theaters. Is it worth going two to the... end credit scenes? Yeah, two end credit scenes. Ryan, is it is it worth going out to the theaters to watch it? I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, come on. I really don't know. Come on. But I would say it's around a six point five seven for me, in my uh-huh. personal opinion. Okay. 6.57 after all that? Yeah. Hey. I gave it a six. Yeah. No, I thought, <laughs> hey, my scale. You're, you're harsh. You're, yeah, you're, you're harsh. Harsher, yeah. Yeah. I, think you, I think you both take more into technical account as far as like, how the movie's editing. made, like I said, everything. Gonna, I could, I could you know, do a whole podcast about the editing me, of this movie. Pure emotion. How it made me feel, what made me piss off, things like that. So, or Do you want me to put a 6.5, uh, uh, what is that called, eye patches out of 10? Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like that. I like that. By the so, way, how come we didn't get a, him to choose the the eye patch like they should have threw the yeah. eye patch in yeah that's there. a little weird and it's yeah. kind of weird they left it out and i don't know if it's common fare he had like this weird steel thing that was held to his face with what tape. was that i don't know it's like a solar 90s panel medicine for you man that's <laughs> and, and one piece of tape you think that's gonna no, hold it yeah <laughs> and it was like scotch tape it was <laughs> it wasn't medical, medical tape, tape or anything yeah. well, we're not doctors <laughs> we'll leave that to Stephen strange <laughs> it's like the the director was like what do we got here that we can put on his face uh <laughs> what is that is that Steel wool? Yeah, give me the steel they wool. Gotta, they got to they gotta keep the budget low. There was a lot of risk oh, with this movie. Insurance <laughs> in America, even back then. <laughs> even for a government agent. Oh, yeah. I can get you a piece of tape, man. That's about it. <laughs> okay, so I think we're ready to move on to the next segment. Sure. We're going to move on to We've Got Mail. I got a letter here from Dylan who says, what's your favorite Ooh, crossover Dylan. in TV, movies, comics, basically all shouts, that stuff right there. Shouts rest in peace, Luke Perry. <laughs> hey. Yes. Hey, and uh, thank you, Dylan, for sending your email. If you would like to send an email, Email to Talking Flick. You can do so at talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick at gmail.com. There you right. go. So, uh, again, uh, what is your be- crossover. favorite crossover? Crossover, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Hmm. I mean, I like Robocop and Terminator crossover, so I'm a big <laughs> fan of that one. I, think I wanted said Alien before. Predator to be strong, but it didn't quite work out. Ooh. It could have worked. Those work in those. <sighs> it could have worked. It should have worked. It, it just didn't quite work, pan out. It could have. 
Oh man, I'm like really thinking about it. There's, I like the, there's the, a lot the, of good ones. The low out level there. DC I mean, stuff with Arrowverse, when mm-hmm. uh, where you get Supergirl in there and stuff like that. I watched the first episode of Doom Patrol, by the way. Oh, not not yeah. awful. Not awful. Some <laughs> it's not great, but not awful. You know what? Okay, so I I may go be going into a deep cut. If you find it out there, I think it's a Dark Horse comic or something. Uh-huh. I think it's called Infected, but it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with the um. Uh, what is that? The uh, Transformers. Oh, <laughs> oh I like that. All right. I remember right. when anybody. This is this is gonna age me. I apologize. Mask uh, with GI Joe. Oh, I always wanted oh, a wow. mask movie, <laughs> uh-huh. but it didn't quite pan out. I know they were close on. It. I don't know what happened there. Interesting. Now, <laughs> there also was Judge Dredd, Aliens, and Predator. There was a yeah. mix up of all three of those that, two that, as well, that which Cole I enjoyed. Urban Judge Dredd movie was really. Good. It was really good. I wish it would have done better. We would have saw more. Movies. I wish. It, I really wish. <laughs> it That's the right tone so. for that character. <laughs> oh well. Now so. Is it a matter of just having two different IPs that you really enjoy that you that want to correct. see together, or <laughs> existing have, properties, yeah, or yeah, or have like like have them come together and then the end result is something that's really good? <laughs> I mean, we can do both existing and just on your wish list things I you mean, wish would interact. So when I remember, I remember when Zack Snyder held a press conference at one of the comic cons where he did the Dawn of Justice Batman vs uh-huh. Superman thing. And I was giddy like a school kid. <laughs> I was so happy. It didn't quite work now? out the way I wanted, but the idea is something worth seeing. Oh, you know what I have to say? I think for me, Wolverine and Spider-Man. Wolverine. Yeah, that's a, that's right. a great yeah. comic. Arc. That one was sure. a really good. It was a good story arc within yep. the the animated series. It was a good comic book. Uh-huh. And how honestly, about, I thought it was great. Good how chemistry. About, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, right? With Netflix cancel, canceling the Punisher. Punisher Spider-Man. Oh, that's a I great like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that could like work that with John Bernthal. Just Daredevil keep, and Spider-Man. I mean, oh, yeah. I would like to yeah. Yeah. But You said I, they couldn't use you know Daredevil, right? Yeah, there has to be yeah, a cool off period with them. Unfor- I think they're sending a petition right now. Just so, but. anyone with Spider-Man. Yeah, anyone with Spider-Man. <laughs> now, this is something I would like to kind of... They're not going to do it. It revolves around the Dark Phoenix movie that's coming out. We probably should have mentioned that movie news because I think they released a new trailer. Yeah. But I, I thought I mentioned now, that. Now, one thing I would like to see... They're not going to do it because... I don't think they would think of it. I would love to see Dark Phoenix be combined with House of M because that's a great way to get rid of some of these actors and characters who have been there for way too long yeah. and introduce new characters and new X-Men members that can help kind of carry it on. It's not going to happen. And I don't think audience, they'll do it. Yeah. For the audience, House of M is a story arc within comic books. Go check it out. It's really good. It is really yeah. good. It's normally Scarlet Witch, but I it's think she's great. The Dark Phoenix too. could do it. And it bi- is. Yeah, exactly. The reset Bishop is in it as well, right? I don't believe Bishop is, oh, in, okay, the, is in the House of M. So it's a big thing with, yeah. By, by the way, you guys mentioned on the um, Twilight episode, <laughs> which I listened to the whole thing, so give me some credit for that. Uh, X-Men <laughs> because Origins. Because it's your favorite movie. X-Men, X-Men, I read the book. I read the book. I'm not going to lie to the public. X-Men Origins. I'm, I'm a defender of X-Men Origins Wolverine. I actually thought the Liev Shriver version of Sabretooth was pretty good. And the, I forget that guy's name from True Detective Season 2, played, uh, what's his name, uh, Gambit. Not terrible. Oh, uh, Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch. Taylor yeah, Kitsch. Not terrible. Yeah. They had things in there. The whole the movie as a whole is bad, but there are pieces in there that I thought they could have built on. I'd have to watch it again. But I, it's a good brother versus brother. What thing I there, remember like. of the movie, I thought it was pretty it was fine. interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Which was better than Doctor Strange? Was that the one where they introduced that crappy Deadpool character? <laughs> yes, it is. That, that is so that was the worst part of it. They yeah, yeah. They sewed that. his mouth. They sewed his mouth. Yeah, so because he's the merc with the no, without a mouth. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be gems. So. Hey, but. 
Ryan Reynolds still played the character, which is kind of crazy, yeah, right? He still yeah. went up into it. Yeah. So amazing how that worked itself out. It really is. We'll talk about that another day. So anything else you guys want to add on as far as crossovers you would love to see? I, I will say that Deadpool and Cable was pretty good as well. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It was okay. <laughs> so we'll move on to recommendations. Nick, is there anything you want to recommend? Well, listen, as always, TSA, MES.blogspot.com, the, the review for Captain Marvel is up. I saw the full season of True Detective. I like the ending, so if, no you want to, if you're willing to stick it out, <laughs> stick it out. Uh, certainly the Oscars, I thought it was an interesting Oscars, prove that you don't actually need a host. Every major film that was nominated for Best Picture got a little piece of the action. Mm-hmm. Kind of nice. Kind of worked out nice. Who needs a host? And and talk about that performance between Lady Gaga and Brad. It was Cooper. great. Yeah. Creepy I've that his supermodel, <laughs> his supermodel girlfriend was kind of snaring at them the whole time. It was a little bit weird, but other than that, it was a great performance. <laughs> uh, I forget her name. She's like a swimsuit model or something. And then, uh, listen, I'm going to take it down just a notch just for the grownups. I watched both parts of Leaving Neverland, which is the HBO documentary about uh-huh. Michael Jackson. It is a tough, tough four hours. Oh. But certainly worth your time. Uh, four is hours. It really? Absolutely. Man. I, it's, it's rough, but it's, it's worth your time. It's, it's bigger than the one person, mm-hmm. whether you believe Michael Jackson or not. It really talks about the grooming process, how the manipulation takes hold, okay. and how people keep these secrets for so, so long. Ooh, that's uh, crazy. Important Ooh. television. <laughs> HBO, give them credit. <laughs> uh, Ryan, anything you want to Okay, recommend? so honestly, I've been watching Terrace House. Uh, if you haven't seen it on Netflix, it's really entertaining. Honestly, it's not very deep what it is. It's a reality TV show that's, that's in Japan, uh, and I find it very interesting. It's just six people living together, and it's very different. It's a, it's a it's the Japanese take of reality television. With with American mm-hmm. uh, reality television, they have to put drama in and stuff. They have to make these people go at each other's necks. But with this one, there's there's some drama. I I'm not going to lie, but it's very interesting. And then they have these little cuts where the hosts they're watching it with you, and then they give their two cents, and you mm-hmm. laugh along with it. Mm-hmm. It's it's very entertaining. And each episode, it it's strange because it varies between 30 minutes to 45 minutes <laughs> each episode. Uh-huh. So a, a really good watch. And I want to suggest there was a, uh, uh, I think it was called Murder Made Me Famous. And it was Ooh, on, it was like on, it. like it already. It was on John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> oh, very interesting. I was, where's that one at? The... Uh, it was on Reels, the, the TV network. I don't know if you can probably find it online, but it's called Murder Made Me Famous. And, Honestly, John, I was, John Gainway, see the clown, right? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Amongst yep. <laughs> other things. <laughs> the clown, the serial killer, the rapist. So, honestly, I was at work. It was on the television, and I was on lunch, and literally my eyes were glued to the screen. Wow. The entire lunch, I was just sitting there and watching it, and I think my coworkers thought I was a creep because I was too they interested. Yeah. In <laughs> but hey, that check ship those has out. sailed, my friend. Check those out. Pretty interesting. I highly suggest Terrace House. If you like this cool, little, like, calm sort of TV show to kind of get into, no real pressure, and it's just... It's just really fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, with me, Doom Patrol. I've been watching it since it hey, came out. Hey, um, hey, there we go. It's weird. <laughs> it's circle. crazy. The second episode has puppets. I am all aboard oh, with how weird and crazy it is. Brendan I, Fraser, I what a comeback. Love, I love <laughs> Brendan Fraser as Robot Man. I absolutely love Brendan Fraser as Robot Man. It's the right um, tone. I'll give you man, that. Man, I really hope there's some artwork. Usually when I go to Comic-Con here in Vegas, we're in Vegas, by the way, guys, in case you didn't know. Um, but <laughs> whenever I go to Comic-Con in the summer for Vegas, I usually get some artwork and score some from this one guy all the time. 
I really hope there's some Robot Man artwork that I can add to my collection. Hey, so. you should take uh, Talking <laughs> Flick on the Road to Comic Con yeah. Vegas. Oh, Let's do man. it. Come on. Hey. Oh, man. I'm not sure what to dress up as yet, but last year I was... Captain Marvel. No, I was Dipper <laughs> from Gravity Falls last year. So, oh, yeah. interesting. I like it. My <laughs> wife likes uh, a Batman character, but I forget what her name is. I can't remember now. Catwoman. No, it's, it's a different one. Hey, so, and to all the advertisers out there, if you want to be a part of this, hey, shoot us an email uh, <laughs> at talkingflick at gmail.com. If you want us to Talking advertise flick for you, at gmail.com. if you yeah. want us to come out and do a show, like, we'll definitely do it. We yep. are all about that. Hey, you can, you know where to reach us. We'll if you want to see creepy, you guys, if you want to see creepy Ryan in person, we can make it happen. <laughs> yeah, and I can show you all the things I do in terms of producing. <laughs> Producer Ryan, my favorite character of all time. <laughs> so yeah, reach us out over there on Gmail, Twitter. I think Twitter is flick underscore uh, talking. We also have Instagram. I think it's flick underscore talk. No, oh, it's talk, talking under talking flick. Oh, okay, okay yeah. sorry, talking underscore flick right there. Um, yeah, so we'll be on there. You can be a Patreon. There's a link on the app that you're listening to. Leave if you're going to rate us, Apple. rate us on iTunes. Yes, yes, please rate us. On iTunes, if you can, that's the big one, right? Be nice. Five, five stars nice. only. Five stars yeah, only. Be nice. Yeah, <laughs> four. We'll take four, but you know, no, no yeah. goofy stuff in the comments. <laughs> uh, Ryan, tell us where we can find you at. Oh, so if you like listening to my voice, you can find me on Dragon Questicles. It's a real play role play podcast. We're on the fifth edition system, and honestly, it's a collaborative storytelling podcast. If you like fantasy, if you like sword and sorcery, come by, hang out, listen to us. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast. Again, that's Dragon Questicles. If you just want to see what I'm doing, my name is Ryan Coloma. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. I am Captain Tangent. I too listen to Dragon Questicles. Great podcast. I also have a movie blog, tsames.blogspot.com. The Captain Marvel review is up right now. Go check it out. <laughs> All right. So that's pretty much it for us right there, guys. Stay safe. We will see you next week. Don't know what we're doing quite yet, but Vampires we'll let you know on Twitter. playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yes? No? <laughs> no one expected Twilight see, for what a it second is, Bella? time. <laughs> what am I, Bella? What am I? So, Ryan, why don't you finish us out with that thing I like that you say? All right. That you said last time. I can't remember what it is, but I really liked it. Oh. <laughs> hey, we were talking flick, and we will talk at you next week.